Lady. I don't wanna start a scene, I'ma get up and leave before I might act crazy See it ain't nothing to me, I speed it to b and I be fast pacing Jack in the box for the peas, me and my day one got the pack station AMG at the gas station, riding down roller heights I really, really wanna talk about it, but I really can't tell a great story twice I cut off the fakes more than twice, but shit it ain't nothing to me You tell them to pray for me, right? But bitch it ain't nothing to see They trying to get me Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Clue the Motherfucking Don for another episode of Country Fan Mail Podcast. And I appreciate everybody that's been tapping in with any show, anything that I've put out. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the support. And once again, I have to make a shout out to my international listeners. Y'all are going up. Y'all are almost literally 50% of my listenership. That is a huge deal, and I really appreciate y'all for fucking with me. And also adding in, if you want to support this show, make sure that you hit that link below. That is the Patreon link. You can become a Patreon member and you can support my show. I have four different four different tiers of memberships in which you can support the show. So definitely make sure that you click that link in below if you want to support. So without further ado, as you already know, I'll come back with another dope ass interview. I don't bring people on my show unless they are dope and they talking that shit. It ain't about followers. It ain't about likes and subscribes and all that shit. It's about you putting out good content. Your fucking story needs to be heard. So without further ado, I'm introducing to the stage somebody that I've had the pleasure of somewhat working with in the past with another interview. It all goes full circle and I really love how it happens. Been introduced to the stage, my homie. Okay, special. What's good, man? Ooh, clue, man. What is going on, bro? Hey, man, you know it's all love, man. I appreciate you coming on, man. Bro, it is a pleasure to be here, bro. It's my first ever real interview besides a job. I don't got to worry about no all these, you know, Sam's Club type ordeal. This is real, bro. I appreciate it. It feels surreal being here right now. Man, I I, I really appreciate you coming on, man. And, and I love when I get people on and it's their first interview. You know, I yeah. treat all my interviews like it's my first interview as well. Um, Even though if you listen to my first one, I was terrible. But, <laughs> you know, we got to keep the energy fresh and, you know what I'm saying, keep it live, man. So, yeah, once again, I really do appreciate you for coming on, man. No, man, I appreciate you for having me, bro. Feels good to be here. I'm ready to talk, baby. Already, Let's go. Let's go. So first question that I usually ask everybody that comes on, uh, what was the first song that you listened to when you woke up this morning? First song I listened to when I woke up, I usually like to listen to New Music Fridays for me. So whenever Fridays come, I check what new music comes out because I'm like okay. early bird with the music. You're early bird when you wake up. I'll be early bird with the music. So For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, I listen yeah. to um, that new Logic. Um, you know, he gets clowned a lot. But oh, man, my Logic just dropped, he dropped his, his tape? He dropped uh, the first single off the tape. It's called Vinyl Days, produced by uh, his buddy, um, what was it, DJ Premier and somebody else. Okay. So it was fire. That's what I listened to when I first woke up. And then I listened to that new Tory Lanez. Okay. That's for me, baby. How about you? What'd you listen to? Uh, what was the first track I listened to? Actually, so I, I got up and I went to the gym. Um, so I uh I had to get some some mood music. So I think I, I think I put on that uh that new uh uh Vince Staples. Oh yeah, that's I, think I put on that new Vince Staples and um and that, that that joint it just it's an automatic bob as soon as as soon as it as soon as it starts, man. That that, He's that man. type of artist that makes you do that stank face, like 
Exactly. Like he just be like, <laughs> he say it's so chill, man. He just he, he's a cool dude. I ain't gonna hold you, man. I did not really start diving into Vince Staples until he released this album, and I feel terrible about that. Like I'm I've heard sure. other songs from him, but as far as like I, I went through this whole album, and I think it's called uh Ramona Block Broke My Heart or something like that. Um, and I loved it, and I was like, damn, like have I been sleeping on this cat? And I went back and I was like, Yeah, I've been sleeping on this cat for years. <laughs> yeah, bro. I was too, actually. I wasn't like really new to Vince Staples myself, and then like I think it was his last album, not this one, the one before that. I was like, damn, this dude spits. My what, what am I doing? Really spits, man. Really spits. But speaking of spitting, man. We gotta talk about you, man, because like so the first so I was so I was introduced, so it's giving a little history. I was introduced to you first, of course, by Aldante, and we'll get into that. You know, shout out to Aldante Art. Shout out. Um, hey, right definitely. here, right here, baby. Oh, yes, I, I definitely, man. Definitely plug plug it in, plug it in. Um, and if y'all oh yeah, right here, actually, Aldante is actually the person who created my first logo. So that's also some history, y'all, for y'all as well. But um, so yeah, he's definitely plugged in. So yeah, he um he 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 introduced me. Uh, he 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 posted your song, the Dante's interlude, and I was just like, yo, like for one, the beat is what kind of like it it, it it I knew something crazy was about to happen. That wah, 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 like I yeah, knew yeah, something yeah. crazy. I was like, man, I that build up is dope. And then you know, what I'm saying I I appreciated the fact that he was like, yo, he took the interlude, and actually, you know what, I don't want to tell the story. Tell me the backstory to Al Dante's in the Lou and how that worked out. So, you know, first of all, produced by my cousin Shades, Shades Tenet and I myself, you know, because I want to, you know, when I make music, I kind of just want to produce my own beats or have, you know, my family or anybody that I know, anybody small or tight knit in my group. I want them to help me with anything like that. So if I'm not producing it, Shades did. So shout out to him for the beat. He sent me the beat and I'm like, man, this is like dark and mysterious. I feel like I'm about to like, walk in a dark alleyway or something right now. So, yeah. like, you know, right from the jump, I was like, yeah, this is something that I want to take somewhere far. Then I was sending out Dante um, a bunch of my tracks, unreleased tracks, unreleased beats. And then he sent me an audio and he was telling me just how, you know, good I, I was sounding, how proud he was. And that audio you hear in the beginning of Dante's interlude is a voice recording on an iPhone voice memo of just him telling me over text message, hey, you know, you could produce and you could rap. Now you do both. You know, let's go. It's over for him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's what I wanted to put at the beginning of Dante's interlude freestyle. And it was a freestyle. So, you know, I feel like people get it mixed up nowadays what a freestyle is and what it isn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, please, please, no, yeah, please give me your, give me your definition. Listen, so. I respect all artists that, you know, got their own definition of freestyle. My definition of freestyle is off the top of the head. You don't even think of anything. Nothing written, that. nothing pre-thought. No, just nothing boom. earlier in the day. No flows developed earlier in the day. I'm talking about straight from the top. So when I made out Dante's interlude, it was straight from the top, you know. And even now when I look back, I'm like, man, like some of those bars could have been better. But it's like it's a freestyle. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to you just got to take what you get, man. You got to spit from the top. The art, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I like that you said that because the art of freestyling for sure. I think, damn, that, that might have to be a conversation on the podcast. I might have to, yeah, you know, I don't have to bring you back about that. Bring me back, baby. That's a whole nother topic. But yeah, the art of freestyling, I do feel like has been maybe a little bit misconstrued and lost because even with some of the some of the people in the game that are like, you know, in the game, like you know, what I'm saying some of the you know the big dogs in the game, you know, they they go and freestyle and then they start saying some shit from something else or some of their old raps and i'm just like 
you're not free. I mean, that's that's not freestyling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, you know, sometimes you have to grab shit for reference, but if you're just reciting shit that you've already previously thought and put out there, it's not a freestyle. It's still a talent, but you're just spitting. You're not freestyling. Right. You know for what I'm example, saying? Like, LA Leakers, I'm sure you know about them. You know, they got like their own, uh, if you don't, they're, they basically just run their own freestyles, like how Funk Flex does and all that stuff. So, okay. They had um, J. Cole come on there for one of the um, freestyles. I love J. Cole. He's probably one of my top five all time, no matter what. And um, he was actually spitting on there. And you could tell, I don't know if it was, it sounded like it was written, but don't get me wrong, it might not yeah. be. He's a genius. Yeah. Regardless, exactly. Ended that verse. He started reciting one of his tracks off of uh, the off season. So I was like, "Oh, okay." So that that might have been a little bit written. So like, you know, I don't know, man. It's like really just give or take, depending on what you think of a freestyle. But to me, man, off the top, that's the most special moment you could get when you rap. You know, I I think that there's a there's a certain level of um. There's different levels of skill when it comes to when it comes to hip hop, when it comes to spitting, MCing, if you want to go to the, you know, archaic, uh, you know, original name of it. But um, it's like. So it's like for me, I find myself all the time, like I'm not an artist, I'm not a rapper at all. Don't you know, I'm not going to you're not going to see me in 10 years and be like, yo, Clue to Don podcast host decided to release the album. It would never happen. So hey, never, never say never. But I will say that I have my moments where I literally will I can I can ghostwrite some shit, right? I'll have my moments where I'm, I'll, I'll come up with some good shit. But when it actually comes to the delivery and saying it and getting it out, anytime that I decide to bring myself anywhere close to a mic, my my iPhone, anything recording it, it never happens right. And that's why I know that I'm not meant to be an artist because that skill, regardless if you are saying somebody else's shit, you're saying some shit that you remembered, or if you coming off the top of the head. Only a few motherfuckers have that skill to be able to do it on beat. And, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying? And that's one thing that I definitely recognize in your, in your songs. And your, in, I, I mean, this is more so reference to Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. Bruce Wayne, that's my, that's my favorite right now. Yeah, Bruce Wayne, like, it banged. Because, like, I ain't going to lie. So I made that promo yesterday morning, right? So I woke up yesterday, and I was, I was doing a promo and shit. And I was only going to do Aldante's interlude, but then I was just like, well, I, I use that for Aldante's interview. I want to mix in something different. So I was like, let me dive into some other tracks that, you know, well, I had already dived into. I was like, what other tracks does he have that I was, you know, so I was dipping into him and I was just like, man. And then like my mind just started kind of going with the whole Bruce Wayne thing. Like, and then like, you know, like my creative process, just, it just gets, it just gets wild. And I was like, I would reverse it and swip it. But then once I actually started listening, I was like, dude, this fucking like you were going off, like you, bro. you were going off. So, like, what was so? I mean, we all know who Bruce, who Bruce Wayne is, right? So, did did the did the did the rap itself or did the song itself have any kind of basis around that, or was it just kind of like in reference to how you live in your life? I know one thing you were saying, like uh, you said, uh, AMG pulling up to the gas station. Yeah, I remember there was something that you were saying, kind of like, mm-hmm. and I put me in the mindset of like a Batmobile pulling up, everybody kind of looking, but you're just like, nah, I'm just doing my thing, like leave me alone, type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a good question. I like that question. For one, it's like the Batman movie was releasing. So I was like, you know, that movie's about to be here. Let me just let me just make it relevant as is, you mm-hmm. know. And second of all, everybody tells me I look like Bruce Wayne from the Gotham series. Um, I don't know if you watched the Gotham You series. know, I can actually see it. Yeah, I can see the kid. Everybody, says, yeah. I like, everybody says I look like him. <laughs> I never watched that show, bro. I never seen it. Everybody's like, yo, this Bruce Wayne. I'm like, I saw the first season and I, I can like, see it. 
I'm like, thank you, because I think they're talking about Bruce Wayne, like Christian Bale, Bruce Wayne, or we're talking about, you know, whatever, Robert Pattinson, whatever. They show me a picture of this kid. I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm flattered, really. You know what I'm saying? But And then, yeah, man, like that. And then, um, yeah, everything. The one thing that I want to distinguish myself from other artists in my raps, I didn't want to lie. I never want to tell. I, the bar I put down, it actually happened or relates to me in some way. So I don't want to just put some down like, oh, I got Glocks and switches on me. Like, that's not. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to sit there and fib about that or talk about, you know, I got a Hellcat down there. No, I got a Honda Elantra down there. It's not not a Hellcat, but I'm going to get there maybe. You know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of the point of it. And I appreciate and I appreciate that about your music. And honestly, like there's not too many people that because, yeah, yeah, so there's a difference in talking about what you talking about it as if you already got it and talking about it in the sense of like, this is what I'm going to be dreaming type of type type situation. Right. Because I feel like yeah, at one point in time, you know, the best hip hop, at least from my era, like the best hip hop word of hip hop, that that kind of that dreamy kind of like it puts you in that mindset of where you were going to get. You know, saying like I remember when Kick Push by Lupe Fiasco came out. I feel like that was probably one of the most dynamic dream felt songs of that time frame. Because uh -huh. you talking about like, you know, even if you weren't a skateboarder, you just trying to fucking be a kid and niggas yeah. is fucking with you. And now you got a girl and she just like, I'm gonna fuck with you, but like I'm you know so it, uh, anyways, I, I could I could dissect that song, but <laughs> me too, bro. He, and, he he's one of the few that along with different. him and logic. Logic is another one, you know. I was, you know, I was logic. I was, I was just listening to a lot of logic because, um, um, I had an interview, uh, Makita Iroquois, Makita Iroquois. She had a song called New Earth, and I was like, that song reminds me so much of uh, Fade Away by Logic. Just a whole, like, you know, that whole for one, that whole mixed out, that whole album was just a whole, you know, traveling to a new planet, you know, saying trying to, you know, find something new. She had that same vibe. And um and, and like I said, you know, going back to Logic, you know, he, he or going, you know, you, you know, you and Logic or or even just that realm of rappers who rap about what's actually going on, you know, Logic always talks about, you know, where he came up, Maryland, the fact that he's biracial, the shit that he's seen, stuff like that. And when I listened to your music, um, or the first time that I was listening to your music, I got a similar vibe as far as just you're not talking about shit that is like it, it's just not giving me a fake type of like anybody can rap i can i can i can google most expensive shit on earth and then write a fucking rap about it and make it seem cool whatever and then rent some shit and then make it seem cool but like keeping it real yeah but not being hard like <laughs> yeah I, yeah that's kind of where i was trying to go you know what i'm saying because yeah. amg at the gas station you know that happened when i went to la a year ago my mom was with one of her ex boyfriends he was cool and stuff but you know he you know he had some money so i was with them and you were in soho right i didn't rent that trust me you know i don't got the money to rent that what'd you say you were in soho right yeah yeah i was over there and then um i also went to uh i stalked you rolling heights <laughs> that's what i'm saying rolling heights over yeah. down there in uh california i was like so when i said amg at the gas station riding down rolling heights this literally I'm, just I'm, what I'm happened about it. i'm just talking about it <laughs> And that, that relates to the Bruce Wayne uh, persona that you kind of uh, dissected from me. So where did so where did uh, where did it all start for you? Like where did um when did when was the first time that you thought that like yo I wanna I wanna make beats or I wanna write or what came first actually was it the producing or was it the rapping? You know, middle school 
I was being just dumb as hell. I was one of the, I was the class clown, if anything. I don't even know what's above that. Whatever is above that put me there. I was above <laughs> the class clown. I was sitting under the stairway with my best friends and we would just spit all day. Yeah. And it was just stupid shit, like all freestyles, you know what I mean? So that's where the rapping came in, but I never took it serious. It was all stupid, just. You know, I'm just going to sit here and rhyme because I got English class next period anyways. So, like, it was one of those things. And then fast forward, quarantine, um, when I was living with my mom, I was like, man, I don't really got nothing to do, man. I don't even know what to do. I'm about to go to college. I'm about to uh, graduate. I mean, I don't even know what graduation is going on because I graduated in 2020. So that was, you know, when everything hit. So oh, I, didn't have, I didn't have no prom, no graduation i had a little ceremony but it was like you had to one person at a time wear a mask besides the fact it was just one of those things where you know i just had to just figure out really what i wanted to do and at that point i was like all right let me just open fl studio and buy fl studio real quick because i'm okay i i'm all right i'm all right on money you know what i'm saying yeah i'm i could buy the 250 edition it'll hurt me a little bit but I'm like, fuck it. I'll just do it. So I did it. And from that point on, I just fell in love with it. I'm like, damn. So I fell in love with making beats first, if to answer your question. I yeah. rapped for fun. You know what I'm saying? And I fell in love with making beats. And ever since then, I still got that same love, if not exponentially bigger. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should rap over my beats. That'd be fun. Why not? You know what I'm saying? That'd be, that'd be fun. So yeah. I, I like to also think of myself rapping for fun. And I want to, you know, mainly I take my producer to heart, but I want to start moving this rap shit forward for sure. Already. Okay. And, and, uh, and since you actually, um, before I get into this next question, I'm actually going to run this real quick commercial. I do want to, I do want to run this commercial before I get, uh, before I get into a, you know, if I forget. Commercial break. Commercial break. So yeah. Clue the motherfucking Don Country Family podcast. I got my homie on here. Okay. Special. We'll be right back. Yeah. Y'all see it? <laughs> I'm talking about that good old white rabbit. <laughs> it's the only thing I put into my blunt. Tap, tap, tap. <laughs> and I keep it on going. And I just simply put it up and put it down. Y'all see that lighter flicking? <laughs> So if you ever end up in California, go to your nearest dispensary and tap in with White Rabbit Campus. White Rabbit Campus is sponsoring this podcast. Thank you for listening. Oh, on that white rabbit, baby. <laughs> white rabbit, yes, sir. Clue the motherfucking well, what, were side, what were those side effects? What were those side effects that you listed? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, those side effects. That was a little bit of all that. A little bit of all that. Yes, sir. But yeah, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we are going for part two. Uh, part two after the commercial break here with my boy LK Special. So, um, so rolling into, there was something that you said that, uh, that I want to kind of, uh, back up and and talk a little bit more on so you said you graduated um in 2020 and uh, we all know what was going on in 2020 um yeah. and that it was this really different and i remember um um i remember 
at while it was all happening, like um, like I went through like you know it was a uh, it was like the beginning like a went through a bad breakup, so it was like beginning of the pandemic. Everybody's in the house and then you're alone, right? So it's just me and my dog, and I remember just sitting out on the porch. And I would see these people this one day I saw these people like in a train of cars and they all had like different, you know, the year, you know, 2020 spray painted. And they were going to different seniors houses beeping and like, you know, kind of like a little graduation train. And I thought that was really kind of cool because they didn't have a graduation. Right. So it really made me think like, damn, kids really did get fucked over. You know what I'm saying? In a, in a, in a, in a way, you know, they like it wasn't y'all's fault. It wasn't nobody's fault. But, you know, well, you know. Somebody's fault, but y'all got fucked over in a way, right? So, you know, I've actually never had the opportunity to talk to a senior from that year. Yeah. So, you know, what I'm saying with that being said, you know, what were some of those things that uh that you were kind of going through mentally being, you know, y'all were kind of like, you know, <laughs> ground zero. Yeah. Dude, it was it was it was wild because you know, they sent us on what you call it. Easter break, spring break, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, all right, normal spring break. Let me get a week off. I'll take it. And then we get an email. Um, spring break's extended for three weeks because of, you know, this virus that's going around. So, all right, cool. Three weeks, we'll be back. That three weeks turned into never. So I never saw my high school again until, you know, I graduated. Um, they gave me my diploma and stuff. Were so y'all work, were y'all work doing schoolwork for those first three weeks? Um, those three weeks we were off, so we got like, like four it was, weeks. So it, it was literally just an extended like a month off. Break. I was like, hell yeah, I'll take it. But I also went to vocational school while I was in high school. I wanted to be a nurse. I wanted to be a doctor, like a nurse anesthetist um, or an anesthesiologist. So I was going to school for that. And right now I'm in school. I'm, I'm still in college, but I'm going there for business. I switched. That's I, awesome. I, I wanted to do because the world's business, man. And if you want to invest in yourself, you could be your own business. I mean, you, you are. Look at you. Hey, so man, like, I'm trying, man. Yeah, you're doing your thing, bro. But besides the fact, it was like, it was one of those things where I don't even know, man. It was, it's really hard to explain just because, like, we had the little ceremony. And then right after that, it was just nothing. Like, even my vocational school, nothing, man. They just... It's like everything cut off because they didn't have a plan. Nobody had a plan for this. Nobody knew until until later on. Like now they got stuff implemented and whatnot. But it's hard to explain because like nothing was done to satisfy the needs of anybody. I mean, like going back to my vocational school for nursing, I had to complete this like exam, like this big exam where you got to study months for it. Um, It was a two year program. So the whole two years is leading up to this final exam where you got to do a hands-on thing on a real person. And it's like, you know, you got to do a real nurse. They give you like two prompts and you got to do it. And um, they made us do it still. And we were off for like four months, no studying, no nothing. Somehow I passed it along with a few other of my classes. I remember. I was was getting worried. I was like, uh. no, no, no. Somehow I did, bro. I went in there. I was like, I'm done. This is it. And it's all right because I couldn't prepare myself. This is just wild, whatever. I passed and I got my uh, STNA license and whatever graduated. But you, but you've since moved on to business, though. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, like I, like when I moved on and I got my diploma, it was they had a similar thing for seniors where you drive around the city and stuff. You could go in your car. I did it, but like it was whatever. It was cool, but you know, I was just like, let's let me get out of here, bro. I'm done. 
What so. about like prom and shit? Like, were, were you were you like so? Actually, it's a better question. So I know you had a uh, you. I mean, I mean, yeah, I might be able to answer this question for myself. You said that you were kind of like above the class clown. I think like above a class clown would be like an asshat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could, that, so, like, that could generally be that for sure. Like, I think that that's exactly what I was. I was an asshat, but it was okay because I had a four every year, bro. Oh well, shit. You yeah, you you definitely you definitely had had a had a definitely had a better pass. I don't even know what you call me, bro. Like yeah, I was an ass hat for real, and I but you couldn't do nothing to me because I'm I'm passing the. You class were passing the classes. I'm like getting yeah, A pluses and shit. So were you like a ladies man? You know, not really, man. I I was like, you know, I had one high school sweetheart, and actually she's still with me right now, which is the crazy part. One high school sweetheart, and that was um. What's up? Yeah. She, just right from like what I think it was freshman year, a little before eighth grade. So yeah, it's wild, bro. Still going strong out here. I mean, we went, we were on and off for years and stuff, but we we're. Kids. I mean, we we're when kids. You, when you date for that long, and then that and that, you know, high school. That's such a pivotal. I mean, it's such a a dynamic time. You know, what I'm saying if you're not on and off. I was just talking with my stepson actually, a stepson, my wife, and we were having a funny conversation, and um. She said something and she was just like, damn, like high schoolers are hoes. And we both looked at her and we were just like, everybody in high school is a hoe. <laughs> like everybody. I mean, you're you're not wrong, man, at all. <laughs> no, because it's the funny That's part. Like, supposed to be. Her and I now, like we're older, we're, we're adults now. So we're much like we're perfect now. Like, you know, we just know how to act. But like when we were kids, you got to experience other shit. Like, yeah, because it's, it's impossible not to either that or you're like the biggest asshole. You're above an ass hat, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're above. You're definitely above an ass hat. <laughs> sure, bro. So yeah, it's wild. That is wild. So, so you, so you said that you were going to school. Um, you know, saying so you graduated. Um, so I mean, like, what was life after graduation like? Because I mean, everything was still kind of. I feel like you know, until the last what six months, you know, what I'm saying shit was really finicky, and even now, it's still like. Yeah, it's like, he still, you know, so it's like, what was life like after graduation? It was just or how has life been after graduation because it hasn't been that long, right? Right, right. Like, I had my graduation party, pretty good turnout, but even at that, it was weird. It was like, you know, there could have been more. I know how many people go to graduation parties, and I'm For sure my family's big, but it was still at that point where it's like, I don't blame them because nobody really knew what was going on. So, like, I'm cool with that, obviously. But at the same time, it's like, man, it's been weird because it's been super lonely. Like, you, just, you know, it's just, like, lonelier than usual. You know you know exactly what I mean, I think. Um, at least in the first stages. Now I'm good. But in the first stages, you felt super lonely. That's what inspired me to make the beats, man. I was like, damn, let me just do some of my life. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, man, I jumped right into college. Uh, after I, w I had that little summer break, fall. I started taking seven classes, which is three credits each. I was taking seven classes, and that busted me because I was like, damn, I can't. I was taking two chemistries, and I, I was still in that um, health profession. I was like, man, I can't do this. I can't. Jeez. And the funny part is I got dean's list so far each semester. But, like. So school just school just comes pretty easy. School just comes na naturally easy to you, it seems. I guess. Or or do you just have a natural. I would, I would humbly say yes. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, because you know, I, I've noticed that, and that's one thing that I had to come to a realization about myself because I love to learn. However, traditional school usually does not work for me, and that's why it took me, you know, saying almost twelve years 
after high school to, to go to go to go to college. And I mean, I'm in college right now, and I'm even at a different car. I go to Full Sail for audio production, and it's like nice. it's a different type of school because like I know I couldn't just do like you know write a paper, write four or five papers every week. I would flunk out. I would fail. I would fail all my. I would fail. You know, so it just. I don't it's just blame you, though. I don't blame you because everybody's different too. It just only reason it came natural to me is just because I feel like you know. My mom, I was for sure in the back of my head. I'm like, man, my mom's, I can't play, man. My mom's one of those, you can't play. I love my mom. Yeah, you can't play though. You know what I mean? It's one of those situations. And I was like, um, yeah, man, I'm just going to focus on school. I'm going to make that my priority. And since then, I just did, man. I was like, everybody would make fun of me, call me a tryhard. I'm like, yeah, of course. But I was also an idiot. Like I said, I was an asshat. So, you know, it was, it was cool. It was fun. High school was fun. Goes by fast though. They they definitely didn't lie about that. Regardless. It goes by fast as hell. It flies by, man. It, it's it's wild. I can't even remember majority. I can't remember majority. I, I couldn't remember majority of high school at my graduation. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like you know I was like fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's, it a lot happens, man. But um, you know when there was something that that you that you hit on that I, that I definitely want to hit on before we uh you know kind of come full circle. Your your you know you talk about your mother. Um, and that she, you know, saying she was on your, she was on your head, man. So like, so tell me about, you know, a little bit about coming up, you know, saying, did you have, you know, your mother and your father, um, like, or like, how, how were those dynamics and, and how were they? Yeah. How, how, how did they, how did they deal with you being an asshat? Oh yeah. 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 You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I get the asshatness from my dad. You know, he's, he's the jokester. He's like my best friend. So like growing up though, um, my parents separated, like, when I was like nine. So that was, I, that was early. So at that point, um, later on in life, fast forward, like five years after they separated, my mm -hmm. dad was actually addicted to heroin for a few years. So we had, a we had a couple of battles with addiction, you know, which is just, you know, you know, it's hard to get through, especially with yeah. opioids, you know what I'm saying? So sure. he battled that though. And he's now five years sober to this day. I think like seven now, I don't even know, but yeah, like, dude, he's like my best friend now. I didn't see him for about three years, but my mom's side, good family upbringing, same way his side, like, basically all good. You know, life's been yeah. good. It's just, you know, a few rocks in the road, but it doesn't really matter. For sure. That's what's up. That's what's and up. And who you are, you know what I mean? And you came up in Cleveland, right? Yeah, yeah, West side of Cleveland. And then I also stayed with my mom, like, in the suburbs, like Fairview Park, um, I went to I graduated from Fairview High School. So I, I always went to Fairview Park, but like when I would live with my dad when they were separated, it would be like go to my grandma's over on the west side. And that was like my second home. Okay. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So as far as looking forward for any projects, you know what I'm saying? Full full leaf projects coming, you know what I'm saying? When you do drop and this is something, you know, of course, you know, you can decide if you want to, you know, give that much information or not. When you do drop a project, and I'm hoping that you drop, you know, saying something, you know, saying really soon, is it going to be more so focused on the producing side of it? Or is it going to be focused on the rapping? Or are you just going to go full-fledged Kanye on that motherfucker? And be like, I really want to go Kanye on him real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I've been posting my uh, beats on BeatStars lately, just beats that I have in the vault. So if you, anybody want to check out my BeatStars, it's uh, okay special on BeatStars. Yeah, one, no, plug, no, plug bucks. in. Please 20 plug bucks, 20 in. bucks for one of my beats? Come on. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. But um, honestly, The link will be right there. Right? Link will be right there. Plug I yourself in. I appreciate that, bro. Right? Um, and another thing is, like, yeah, I kind of want to go full Kanye, but, like, when I make a track, 
I want the production to be just as good as the, you know, engineering. You know what I'm saying? Because I engineer it myself too. I'm learning how I produce, I mix, I master, and I engineer myself. So that Bruce Wayne, That's I did great. that all myself. The beat, the mix, mastering, engineering, all that. And I do that on FL Studio, so it's tough. I'm, I'm learning every day. So this past, since I released Bruce Wayne, I've just been trying to, like, you know, get that production on really trying to like work on my craft get that shit sure. and i'll definitely and i definitely want to make a shout out uh, i want to make sure that i get the name right before i say it um west intro productions uh, i want to make a shout out to west intro productions uh, that's where i was getting the uh the, um, i saw that they did a lot of your content um, um yep. as far as your video so uh yeah definitely want to shout out to them because it's 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 a it's very i do all my uh, like i said all the the intros and stuff like that I'm on myself because you know I ain't I ain't gonna pay nobody else to do it. I'm just gonna do my shit. I'm just gonna do this shit myself. Right. That's how um, I feel. You know what I'm saying? So it's like um so it's it's easy. It's really easy to work with artists, you know what I'm saying, when they already have some type of established content because um I, I hear so many amazing artists. So you know like sonically amazing artists, but um they don't have visuals and sometimes you know what I'm saying and 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 you know visual it can go a long way. You know what I'm saying for that for that, but at the same time, you know, you look at artists like you know her or H.E.R. You know, she, you didn't even know what she actually looked like for a long ass time, man. For real, she, like I just she, found out last week. <laughs> <laughs> the weekend was the same way. Y'all, yeah, I don't know if people remember when the weekend, uh, you didn't know what the weekend looked like. I don't and, remember that, but the weekend is one of my favorite artists. Yeah. I don't really remember that though. Yeah, when the weekend first dropped, you did not know what you, you didn't know what he looked like, and uh, he kept that going for like it was a good little while before he actually like you know what I'm saying. But yeah, that's I'm definitely aging myself, man. You talking about two thousand and nine? That was, that was a good era, though. That was a good era. I oh yeah, that was an amazing era of music, but man. For real, man. Shout out West Intro, man, because he um yeah, that's my that's my BFF, bro. And he he just uh anybody that any small artists that are watching this, link up with him. Anybody really? I mean, he he really uh he's doing his thing too, kind of like us here. We're just we're just trying to you know learn it learn it ourselves, so we don't got to do it. You know, pay for it. You know what I'm saying? So I respect all that grind. I'll always support him. I always support you. Anybody like that, Dante, anybody that supports me, I reciprocate it. It's how you're supposed to do it. And I definitely see it, man. I see it all on your page. You know, I saw, you know, I was when when Dante made those uh those certified lover boy dunk, I mean uh uh forces, like the 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 interest that that's what they were, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. COBs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like man, the 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 detail on that rose on the on the on the check mark, I mean like that man is like next level. Yeah, do you yeah, do you have him around? Cause like I was gonna see if I had him around here. But yeah, man, those things are amazing. Um uh, so what we're talking about, y'all, is um Aldante art. He uh he's a customizer. I mean, well, I can't even I I that's I feel like that's not he's an artist on his name. He is an artist. This man is a complete artist, and when I tell you he can literally create on any medium, um, and he just did this, did, did these amazing, um, you know, certified lover boy, uh, Drake, uh, customized uh, Nikes, and yeah, he actually and he painted that uh, back there, the Iron Man, it glows in the dark the, uh, with the Thor. It glows, you know what I'm saying? My man, my man is, my man is, he's different, man. He's different. So yeah, shout out to our Dante Art. I'll definitely plug up his interview right there, so you can check that out as well. But uh, with that being said, man, um. I like to also 
I like I like to gather some information because I really think this is important because you know podcasts are they're eternal, right? You know, you never know. I feel like they're kind of like uh, digital um, digital uh, time capsules. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So if you had an opportunity to get a message out to everybody in the world, like you know, like a text message that just notification bing went off on everybody's phone, everybody, you know, if they don't have phones, it was a smoke signal. Smoke signal. <clears throat> what would that message be? That's a deep question right there, man. You just hit me with a deep one right there. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, it would probably just it would probably just say simply, it, it would say, be open minded. Don't worry about the little things. That's it. Just be open minded. You know what I'm saying? If all of us can just somewhat be open minded when we think, when we rationalize ourselves. That's that would solve everything right there. It'll change the game. Mm-hmm. Already, man. Y'all heard it here first, man. Just be open minded. Stop being a fuck nigga. You know what I'm saying? Just be open minded. Stop being weird. And you know what I'm saying? Just really just you know what I'm saying. Be you know, just yeah, be open minded. Don't worry about it, man. Just don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Smoke my weed, drink my water. It's, yeah, it's drink more water. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I really do appreciate you coming on to the show, man. It's really been oh. a really dope conversation, man. It's been, it's been a pleasure, man. I hope I can come back again one day, man. Be oh, awesome. already, man. Already, man. Definitely. I, I really appreciate you fucking with me from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely everybody who tapped in and listened, thank y'all for watching. Include the motherfucking Don Country Fan Mill podcast. Make sure that you tap in all the links for all the music and the videos. And also make sure that you, if you like this video, if you like any of my videos, make sure that you can go to my Patreon link. You can support on Patreon. Fuck with your boy. Oh, it was that a Drake? That's a Degrassi shirt? Yeah, yeah Degrassi. Yeah, that, <laughs> that joke go hard. <clears throat> Excuse me. Clue the motherfucking non country family podcast. We out. Another lane that people gonna understand and they gonna know and they gonna be like, yo, he's serious about it. Who's this beatbox? Shades. 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 Shout out to the king. Smooth talk. Appreciate the kind words, my friend. Sim propel, cause. Hell, I need a winter jacket. Cop it when I leave my tax lady. I don't wanna start a scene. I'ma get up and leave before I might act crazy. See, it ain't nothing to me. I speed it to BNB. I be fast pacing. Jack in the box with the peas. Me and my day one got a pack station. AMG at the gas station. Riding down roller heights. I really, really wanna talk about it, but I really can't tell a great story twice. I cut off the fakes more than twice. But shit, it ain't nothing to me. You tell them to pray for me, right? But bitch, it ain't nothing to see. They trying to get.